Welcome to another episode of the Conquer Podcast. Today we're going to talk about whole grains. We brought you fiber last time, so we figured let's progress to whole grains. So one of the big reasons we started having this conversation in our house was because we were eating a lot of oatmeal. It's not a, lo- a food that we've eaten a significant amount of previously, but having a toddler, it's been one of her favorite meals. And so it's kind of led us to explore a little bit more about whole grains, what they are, and how we can maybe make them a little bit better for our household and our nutrition. I feel like for us, whole grains became more important as far as keeping up with them, just because whenever the kids start eating more of them, you start to do a little bit of research on them and you find out there's so many shady secrets behind what actually goes on between how they grow them, between how the companies label them, between the chemicals they spray on them. Just little things make such a big difference. And we started looking at it. Our baby loves eating them. And it's like, holy cow, we don't want to be feeding our kid poison. So when you listen to us and you're like, oh, this is crazy. This is too, like, who thinks about this stuff? We didn't either. But here we are now, and we wanted to go over it, try, try to give you information to look for to make it simpler for you, because it was definitely a challenge figuring some of this out, and I feel like we're still working on it every day. But we're going to start off with a broad range of just whole grains versus refi- refined grains, and I'm going to stop rambling and let her take it over. So whole grains is kind of, you're thinking of whole grains as the whole food itself, so the whole product. So when I think of that personally, again, one of the main whole grain foods we have in the house is oatmeal. So you're looking for those rolled oats. That's a whole food product that's not broken down into something else versus a refined grain, which is a lot more processed and chemically changed to be more shelf stable. So when you have a whole grain It's usually one or multiple whole grain ingredients that make that product. A refined grain can be broken down as a whole wheat option, but a lot of added products in to keep it more on the shelf for a longer period of time. And I'd say for us guys, like with our caveman brains, the simplest way is when you turn the box over, if there's one ingredient, you're probably on the right track. If there's like a list of ingredients, then uh, that's probably not the one you want to go with. So that's kind of the way I break it down pretty simple for myself. And there's, there's lots of ways to make this less complicated. It's kind of focusing on the, the main food that you like to eat in your house as a grain because grains for a lot of people can be really beneficial and have a lot of really good, um, they keep us, they have lots of fiber in them so they can keep us fuller longer. And um, they have, the whole grains themselves promote uh, anti-inflammatory properties, so they don't cause a lot of inflammation in our body. So it's a great product to have if you can tolerate it, but a few people that maybe can't tolerate it so well would be like somebody with celiac disease. They can't break down those whole grains as easily, and some people just have a lot of bloating and discomfort. So it's just listening to your body, talking to your provider, to see what is that best option for you. I feel like even with myself, I love to use them as a fueling source, something clean like an oatmeal. It, I really like it on days that I'm gonna do a little bit of extra running, but I've also noticed if we're eating a ton of not the cleanest type of grains, 
then I'll kind of start feeling like a little bit more inflamed and bloated in areas. So I definitely do tend to watch that. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm very easy at eating the same thing over and over. So like I try to keep a pretty just oatmeal or things that I trust that I can eat. So when you go into the shopping like store, what are things that you're looking for when you're shopping for whole grains? I feel like for me, like just I'm looking for higher quality brands that like now that we've done this for a few months, you kind of, they're not going to be perfect. So you still need to read the labels, but you definitely start to tend that like for us and our local store is full circle. We'll kind of like bring my attention first because we've had good luck with them. Flip it over, make sure it's one of their better products. Or we'll show you a product a little bit later that we currently use for our oatmeal. That is fantastic. And so I start with the brand, go to the ingredients list, and kind of go from there. I think that's, in general, a great starting point. And that's where this information can be a lot less overwhelming is if you're just kind of finding one or two products at the store that work for you. And then if you like those, start to build out your your pantry around those products build from there because then it's not as overwhelming after you like know you can walk in grab these couple products that you don't have to read these labels with and then kind of start to build that well and when you are reading the labels guys like i'll let her explain it it's more her uh, domain but it's trickier than it sounds because the companies they're relying on your uneducated just knowledge of their products and you're just not educated about how they can market and how they can't market and they're purposely going to try to seize that to mislead you and i'll let you explain like the stamps and how they're different and yeah i made a couple notes here just because i didn't want to tell you incorrectly but um going to the store just even a little bit ago um it's not something i ever paid attention to but they do have a whole wheat stamp on the box it's usually in that lower right hand corner but again, marketing is there for a reason. So if it has a stamp that says 100% whole wheat, that means that um, it's a whole grain product. Just because it doesn't have the stamp doesn't mean it's not a whole grain product, but um, it is a good source to say that's a pretty reliable um, stamp of information if it's having that, it literally will have the stamp and then 100% on that on that stamp that says yes this is whole grain there's also a stamp that says whole grain but 50 percent so again it's just looking at the ratios of that product and how much whole grain is in it and then there's another stamp that can say whole grain and it'd be less than 50 percent so they kind of divide it up about what the product um, is made out of and then how much fiber in that entire product is present because that's how they're calculating how much the whole grain is. So again, if you don't take anything else away and you're not sure where to start, I think looking for that stamp in general is a pretty reliable source of information because the other words they're going to use to market you that might not have anything to do with whole grains are words like whole wheat, um, oats, uh, a great source of fiber, uh, things like that, I feel flour, multigrain, all can be very misleading in there. doesn't mean it has to be, but it can be a very misleading term just to get you to say, I'm making a healthier choice and it might not be a great product. 
I feel like also when you get more of a complex product, the odds of you getting to a worse product also increase because if I'm picking up a bag of rice and it's whole grain rice, then it's a pretty simple, hey, it's a bag of rice or same with a bag of oats or quinoa. But like when you start picking up a multi-grain bar that's maybe advertising whole grain, well, you, re you, you know that a bunch of products went into making a multi-grain bar besides just one item. So you're, you're getting at a higher risk of having poor products that went into making that more complex item. Why do you find though that these poor products matter? So I'm just, we've done it a lot in the past. I'm just tired. I, we just had a baby. We were looking um, for just some snacks to keep around the house and a whole grain, like a Nutri-Grain type of bar would be a product that I was buying a lot um, before, but now looking at that product list probably wasn't a great, um, option for our family just I would say it, it's not a great option but sometimes it's a it's a good option for that moment in the sense of if you don't have like like she said we were raising a baby we didn't have time constantly to be perfect so it's we're not saying like oh be afraid and never buy the box of Nutrigain bars or whatever but the problem is people can buy them they're easy they're convenient and you might buy one and it's okay to eat like one a day because you're rushed to change the baby and maybe you missed lunch and you're and you're getting starving and you eat a, you eat a bar that's fine the problem becomes is they're so convenient that we'll buy a box of six and we'll eat that box of six by lunchtime and then we decide that even though now we're on a sugar high it didn't fill us up so now we're reaching for the next junk item and it escalates from there so it's not like oh you should be so afraid of ever eating a single Nutrigrain bar or whatever that's not what we're saying but the more quality products you can add to your life I think for us it's important because we've found you're busy you're taking care of the kids we're not able the average person you can't get in a, a perfect workout every day you can't eat perfect every day so the fewer junk calories I take in that's the less I have to burn off so that's for me where the math adds up and the easier I can make that equation for myself, the more important it is. And for me, I feel like that level of, you're tricking your mind to say this is a great product because that's what, it was easier. And again, there is times that it just might be the best product to work with, but then it's adding that highly processed food into your diet on the regular, and it's gonna cause a lot of those poor health like it's gonna promote inflammation. It's not really giving you the fiber that you need. So it's kind of, you know, clogging up your GI tract a little bit to cause a little bit more of that bloating. And then you're like, well, it says it's multigrain, but I have these side effects. So maybe I'm not tolerating multigrain and that might not be true at all. It might be the quality of the product that you're getting that you're just not tolerating very well. It's that, and I think we're all motivated by different things. and. I'm not gonna say that I don't care because obviously we care about our own individual health very much and we put a very, uh, very a lot of focus on that. But I think for us it becomes more of a priority in the sense of whether it be our teenager or our little one, when they're constantly watching you grab the junkier food out of a wrapper, then that's more what they want too. And we have found from our experience that like if we're eating healthy oatmeals or rices or healthier foods then they demolish it without complaint 
but if they're watching you grab Nutrigrain bars all day, but then you're like, here, eat this healthy fill in the blank, I mean, that's not what they're going to want either. They're going to want to eat what they see mom and dad eat, eating all day. And I think for me, that's definitely something that motivates me a lot to stay cleaner whenever, whenever it comes to my diet. So in general, I would say for starting eating healthier, it's kind of just about knowing your starting place. What are you currently doing and what are you motivated to do moving forward? So, um, again, what does life look like? What is it truly, um, what are you capable of taking on? What is your cooking skills? What, what are you starting with at that place? Because if sometimes taking that big deep dive off somewhere can be really overwhelming and then it's not successful and you take that step back and never want to go. So sometimes just making some small, easy changes can get you to a more long-term, reliable place to move forward. So I would say personally, uh, after going to the grocery store, a really good place of starting with would be, again, ignoring those buzzwords of multigrain, whole wheat, oats, things like that, and start looking for that stamp on a lot of those products because even if it is the worst stamp that is just the stamp and doesn't say 50 or 100%, it's at least got a little bit better quality products than a lot of other things sitting at the grocery store. Um, the next step is, again, you can really start looking at those ingredients that you're buying or trying to look for that 100% stamp. And then for us, I think the fun thing has been finding some products we really like. So Costco, our local Costco has this um, brand one degree oats and you can get a huge bag of oats that lasts us literally a month it's like 12 bucks for the whole bag and their website has a ton of really cool recipes that we've been trying and have been really really good uh, with that and, and again then you're in control of the ingredients the sugars that are going in and the amount of process, you know, if, you, if you're wanting to take it a little bit further, you can. And, and don't overcomplicate it. We're still, like, you don't need to be on Google for the rest of the night looking up advanced recipes. We still keep it very basic. You just find ways to make simple changes. Like, we're still just making rice, quinoa, oats. You just find ways. We'll make a big batch of rice, but instead of just using water, we'll use, like, a beef bro bone broth and or some weeks a chicken bone broth, and you're adding in a little bit extra nutrients, and you're also adding a little bit of extra flavor, we'll make enough to where we can put it in the refrigerator. And I mean, we might throw some chicken breast in there one night, and you can make like a little Asian dish with some stir fry. And there's all kinds of simple recipes if you just have the grains themselves ready to go in bulk in your fridge. And I mean, I still don't feel like we really get too complicated with it. I mean, that's not really our goal. And I think is as you move forward, it gets a little fun and a little exciting to see what you can do with it and what maybe other things you can find that the family will eat and like. And sometimes, as I've learned, those recipes are not so successful. But again, then it's just a learning process of, you know, um, again, you're just continuing to grow skills of cooking and skills of knowledge of product information and marketing and all those things that it will help build that future success for you of moving steps forward for the long term. And to your like to your credit, I think so. We you've had huge success. You make 
I'll, I don't know. I'll let you explain. You make the yogurt with oats in it that both you and the daughters love. We've made a lot of soups with different grains in them. And, I mean, we definitely you find ways to mix it up, and we're welcome, we'll gladly share the, any of those recipes. Reach out. and. A lot of these are just so simple. Yogurt is literally just throwing a spoonful of oats into your morning yogurt. I, I have the recipe there for our... Um, what kind of yogurt do you like? The, to, to, like So they have an idea of what kind of yogurt they're throwing it into because now you're going down a whole nother. But I mean, again, you can take it as far or as well, simple what as do you, you want. But I love the Greek yogurt, again, from Costco because you get this massive tub for very um, affordable price. So instead of buying the flavored yogurt, I can flavor it myself with blueberries and honey. So I'm in control of what that looks like. And then I can throw in some oats to that as well if, if you're feeling like you need a little bit more whole grain in your life. And so it's, it's not complicated steps. It's just where you're wanting to, to start at. If you have any other questions, guys, feel free to email us. Hit us up at, on Instagram at Conquer Health Now. Uh, leave a message in the comments. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. We're going to try to break 